Hello and good day. Hey, welcome to the Super Good Camping Podcast. My name is Pamela. I'm Tim. And we are from supergoodcamping.com. We are here because we are on a mission to inspire other families to enjoy camping adventures such as we have with our kids. And one of our very favorite aspects of camping is the evening campfire. Uh, we just love sitting around, sitting around sharing stories, sitting around just eating snacks like s'mores and hot dogs roasted over the fire. But it's one of our very favorite parts of camping. So we're going to talk today about how to build the ultimate campfire. Okay, so the first thing you want to do is you want to choose the right location, right? Uh, it wants to be an open area. You don't want you know trees hanging over over top like branches and dry grass, all that sort of jazz. Uh, you don't want any anything flammable around it because you're about to make fire. So not close to your tent. So <laughs> sparks can set that up nicely. Sorry, I don't mean to laugh. That should be a given, but there are people who haven't haven't made a campfire before, so that's a good point, sweetie. Yeah, you also, ideally, you want to protect yourself from, uh, it wants to be protected from wind. If you're at Ontario Parks, they have a, like a designated camp fire, like a ring that, that your campfire goes in. Um, you can, if you're in the backcountry, make your own. If there isn't one set up already, you can use some rocks to set up a ring to put the fire. Don't, just try to contain it a little bit. Um, you're looking for also not lots of like dry flammable twigs and leaves and things like that right around where you're putting your campfire because it can spread. Yeah, and you know if you've got exposed roots, well, even if you, they're not exposed, it still has potential. We'll get to we'll get to making sure that nothing nothing else burns. But if you've got exposed roots, you can set those on fire if it's in your fire pit, and then it will burn underground, and you won't know it until three days later a fire sprouts up and we're into wildfire, which is poopy. Uh, especially after this past this past wildfire season my goodness okay so safety so very first thing is have a bucket of water it doesn't i don't care what you choose to use uh, we use our largest when thomas and i are in the backcountry we use our largest um, cooking pot and we use the dishwashing bag so that we've got two rounds of of water to put it out or, or at least get it going in that direction and then perhaps go get some more water afterwards um in the front country, you can use. I don't. I don't care. You can actually use a bucket. Whatever um, you want. It needs to be there if anything jumps out of the pit. And at the end of the night, when you want to put it out, it needs to get put out. I'm just saying. When you think you've had it wet it down enough, you haven't. Do another round. Wet it down again. Wet it down again. You know what? We'll talk about a couple other things too. Leave no trace. Right. The the idea is like don't. Don't burn a, a thing in the fire pit, you know, and then go. Oh, I'm tired. I don't. I don't want to finish burning it. And then you've got a, a log that's half burnt because it was. You'll see it at some point. Some bonehead will put a, a log in that's four feet long. Uh, the fire pit's not four feet long, so a bunch of it's hanging out. Don't don't be that guy. Leave no trace. Okay. Oh, and garbage. Don't throw the garbage in the fire. Don't don't do that. Don't do that stuff. Look, uh, when I was younger, I I thought when we were backcountry, you know, you you vacuum bag your food and stuff, and and then you burn that plastic. Nope, I don't. I pack it out now. Again, we're we're tree huggers. Uh, it's bad. It's it's polluting. It, it, there will be something left behind. Somebody will throw some inevitably throw something in with tin foil or a. A wrapper that has the mylar on the inside, it won't all burn. Don't do those things. And then you've left a trace. Yes, you've left a trace. It's bad. And, and you know what? You're going to habituate animals of some type because they, then they know to come to the fire because that's where there might be some tasty morsels left over, et cetera, et cetera. 
So now that you've been admonished and you, you can hear me <laughs> wag my finger at you, uh, let's get into uh, let's get into actually building a fire. So the you've we, we've got a good condi- good uh, good location for it. You know, not not too windy, not near anything else that's going to go up in flames, et cetera, et cetera. Fire starter. So uh, again, it depends on where you are and and how picky you are about what you want to do. I, I have no issues with carrying a bit of newspaper around with me um, or, you know, a fire starter. Like um, uh, we've, we, we, this previous summer, Thomas and I did, uh, had some Mickwick fire starters that we got from um, the coolest kids in Michigan, uh, the Cool, cool Quest, and uh, we gave them a shot. They're, you know, they're, they're, they're not all full of chemicals, like it's all natural. Uh, burns for a long time so you kind of can't screw up they weigh nothing it's pretty easy stuff i threw it in threw some newspaper in and poof had a fire no and i think you said it was like damp wood or something that day we, well, it had rained it? for two days so we didn't find we didn't find like green wood we found well cured wood but there was nothing that was that was dry per se so yeah it was uh, and it made it go and it made it go but you know a, a, a newspaper um you know, you can you can get little bits of peat moss if you want to do bushcraft. A uh, nice dry peat moss, some some pine needles, birch could, bark. Birch bark, birch bark is an excellent one. Uh, don't take it off a live tree, please. Uh, no. Pick it off a, a branch that's on the ground. Uh, you can shave bits of wood to get to get smaller, you know, lighter stuff that's going to catch easier. And then and then you work your way up from there. You know, you get. Uh, teeny tiny branches that, that you know the very end of a branch snap those off make sure they're nice and dry they want to go on next and then you progressively work you know up to a pencil size etc etc and uh, we carry you can you by all means you can sit there and strike away at your flint if you've got super super light nice dry stuff um, I, I don't feel a need <laughs> to do it I have a lighter I have usually carry a lighter and then I carry at least a couple of boxes of waterproof matches because invariably they're in a pocket when you get wet or whatever so that's what we do yeah you know what well leaves that's another good one too if you're especially if it's fall time you know if you've got nice dry leaves they work well as in that sort of uh, birch bark uh, way to go and then you just yeah you keep working your way up to bigger and bigger sticks then there's really there, there are multiple you can just throw wood in uh, it won't light all that well it'll be a pain you'll be blowing on it constantly etc cetera, etc cetera. there there's really two types of of uh, campfire to make you can do the tp and you can also do um like a log cabin i'm a log cabin guy but i'll still tell you how to do a tp largely because they collapse on me that's just it's not I maybe it because I suck at it and I'm better at a log cabin and I think log cabins are easier. Anyhow, TP is exactly what you picture. Uh, they're they're sticks. They're you're you're pointing them sort of upwards to a center point and you're leaning them against each other. Uh, don't you know? You want to start with a, maybe a slightly smaller sticks and then do a, a, not a di- additional uh, ring of larger ones leave yourself a gap so you can get in and light your tinder on the inside uh and then and then largely sit back and and wait to see what happens see if it if it takes if it doesn't you can you can blow which adds oxygen to the fire um and and make it go but it will fall down at some point so log cabin that's my guy uh to so you put your tinder and stuff in the middle on on say either side of it left and right you put two sticks 
roughly the same size and then front and back on top of those sticks like like slightly overlapping you put two more sticks and then you go left and right again and then front and back again progressively get uh, get larger uh, with with them uh, the gaps in between I find are very good for natural wind induction to, to blow you'd have to blow less often and then you just you just keep feeding it after that like it's it's easy it doesn't if it collapses it only kind of like tilts a bit and then you just put a bigger one bigger stick on that side the next time you're building your left and right or your front and back and then you just keep you just keep alternating the stacking that's it for me man <laughs> uh just other things to keep in mind make sure that you're following fire regulations so if there's a fire ban as much as we love our campfire we, you're not going to do a campfire during a fire ban um, they have to be built responsibly and be in, careful about the impact you're having on the environment try to adapt um, depending on what materials you have so if you are front country camping car camping you can can't just forage for stuff to build your fire you're supposed to leave everything as it is so you maybe need to bring some newspaper or some uh, kindling or something from home or buy kindling and and or buy firewood with the parks Ontario parks firewood that's often a little bit <laughs> not seasoned quite enough so it can be kind of smoky um, different types of wood will burn a little bit differently so you might want to keep that in mind too when you're building so hardwoods like oak and maple will burn longer and produce more heat uh, green harder to start like but soft, harder to harder because it's hard wood yeah. it's harder to start um, green or wet wood can make more smoke and um, soft wood like pine might burn very quickly always prioritize safety make sure that you're doing things correctly and you're not endangering either area the environment or other people and um, always make sure to extinguish the fire fully and completely when you're done yes no no sizzle no smoke or steam coming up make sure you do the entire fire pit don't just do where you last saw it burning because there will be embers buried under like in in a corner of the pit I, yeah I turn the contents you. over and make sure that it's it's not embers burning underneath yep uh stir it up steer it up campfire soup little darling all right i think that is it for us for today thank you so much for listening please do tune in again soon and we'll talk to you then if you would like to reach out to us we would love to hear from you our email address is hi at supergoodcamping.com that's hi at supergoodcamping.com or you can contact us on all the social media we are on instagram we are on facebook twitter and we have a youtube channel and we would love it if you would subscribe we will talk Talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye.